Hello everyone, happy Tuesday to you and to all my left-handed people, happy left hand day, especially to my sister and to all those who have really struggled living in a right-handed world. So today I'm going to be talking about just a little bit um, from last week's episode, which was about what the gospel is and remember I mentioned that the gospel is the person of Jesus and I'm just going to talk a little bit of why it's relevant but first I would give a bit of a background on myself and how I grew up. So I actually grew up in a mixed faith family so my dad's family are Muslims. I've got a Muslim name um, which is actually quite cute. <laughs> um, but yeah his his dad was an imam um actually it was that serious but my dad didn't subscribe to any of those religions for a long time till he was in his well into his 50s so he abandoned islam he abandoned christianity you know he wanted to look at some things else so one of those things was all of all this so higher intelligence um spiritualities and they would always send them, you know, there was always literature in the home. I would read it. And my dad studied, studied psychology. I would, I mean, at, at a young age, I would read anything. I was reading any and everything. And I was reading all of that. I It got me really interested in wanting to learn about self and what's inside of us and um, accessing some higher intelligence or spirituality. On the other hand, my mom was a Catholic and she would take us to church. So... There are two things, and I guess I did struggle um, with questioning a lot of these things as I grew up, and because, of course, if it's the mom, um, what the mom does usually tends to stick far <laughs> farther than what dads do. Um, so we did end up going to church quite a lot, and I enjoyed a lot of the fellowships because there was food there, there were kids to play with, um, and it was fun. And when it started getting a bit serious as you grow older, um, you start to really wonder why people are not behaving in the way that the scripture actually says you should behave. So there was a lot of that. I, I just really questioned adult behavior. I guess I had a trouble with um, accepting authority from, from a young age. And so, yeah, that was a big struggle. Another struggle was actually the fear of judgment. So there was all around that where... The most of preaching was this fire and brimstone preaching. You know, you do something wrong, you're going to be struck down. And it did cause a lot of anxiety growing up for me. Um, And then it all came to a head, I guess, when I went into university and it was a Christian university. So you can imagine, like, all the rebellious bones in my body was, was firing. I literally spent my first year being sort of like, an NFA person and I just I wasn't going to classes I, I was just I didn't want to be there um I'd gone there because my parents thought it was a good idea and um I guess when I failed a course in in my second year that sort of resetted my brain a bit but I still didn't subscribe to the way church was done I I wanted I thought there was something real really wrong and I didn't want to be a part of it anymore I would hide from going to chapel services and whatnot and I just I I just wanted to move very very far away from it all 
so when I was traveling for my master's in another country, I was so happy. I was so happy that I was going to be going away from um, the Nigerian tradition of going to church on a Sunday. Um, and I did fall out with my dad at some point where I outright said I wasn't going to church, um, which wasn't fun. But uh, it was just, I really wanted to move far away from it. And when I came to, when I traveled, I was really happy. And <laughs> the funny thing is how this, how God just sort of orchestrates things. It was, I mean, the first family that I actually got in contact with were the ones who asked me to do a Bible study and I was just not interested. And it sort of went on from there. And the more I learned about what the Bible actually says and and then how to read the Bible properly and what grace was about, I couldn't believe those things were actually in the Bible. And it just started to make, life just started to make more sense. I struggled a lot more with my anxiety and being somewhat alone um, made things worse. So, so yeah, that, that was, that was um, my, my journey a little bit. And it just brings me to the point where I, you know, I had to question like, why is the gospel relevant? And I would always suggest one goes back to John three sixteen because that really captures why um, it's relevant. And, and there's so many other places that, that capture that. But John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world. And when we start with that, we see that there is a God. There is a created world. Um, and that God loves and the reason for me why this is relevant is because love will always be relevant no matter what happens in, in this world. Like no matter what level of technology or um, civilization we might, might attain, but love is the most relevant thing. And it's the one thing that we can't do without. And it's one thing that everyone wants is the one thing that we would want for eternity. That's why we have so many songs singing about loving someone forever. So love is that one thing which I find to be the thing that makes this gospel message relevant. And the Bible actually also says that God is love. Um, if you read First John 4, it's, it's a beautiful chapter about love and, and what God has done for us. I mean, I wish I could read that out. I read it um, it's a really beautiful verse to read during your wedding as well. Um, but it is absolutely great to just sit down and meditate with on what love is all about and, and what that love looks like and how it's reflected in our love for one another. So someone might ask the question of, of course, I can love without God. Um, yeah, because God created you, but because evil is more likely to triumph over love. That's why we see what we see in our world today. I turn on my TV, turn on the news. There is so much evil being done and we don't even get to question like, where does that come from? Where does that actually come from? And, and the Bible gives the best explanation of why that is happening. And this John 3.16 tells you why how that can actually be solved. 
So we're given uh, a, a, the problem with the world and we're also given a solution. Um, and that's what we experience in our world. That's why I find this to be truthful. I experience it every day. I find it to be truthful. I find that the way um, love has been described in the Bible, the way Jesus has come and has shown his love, has showed his character in, in, in the world, walking with his disciples and forgiving them and taking them back and being patient with them, that is the way we want to be loved here. That is the way we should love. But what stops us? And there's nothing else but the sin that Jesus Christ came to to take the punishment for on, on himself. I would definitely go more in depth into this um, in, in other episodes, but I would just like you to meditate on the relevance of the gospel as love, as love, that God loved this world enough to rescue us so that we can love as he, as this God always intended. So yeah, that's that's it for today. Um, I look forward to recording some more, and I guess the next episode will be about questions, um, that I've heard over the past one week that I think will be good to address. But don't think that we have all the answers. Just know that we. have a God of love. Yeah. Cheers.